What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. When I drink my water like this, I feel like a little hamster in a, in a cage. Sorry. Don't be sorry for that work of art. At least you're not like those teenage girls who base their entire personality on the fact that they walk around with a hydro flask covered in stickers. Are you making fun of me? Five Orange Juicy Show today. You may have noticed multiple activist organizations are trying to scare companies who advertise on Twitter, telling them they need to boycott Twitter once Elon Musk is in charge because it will be damaging to their brands to be associated with him and his evil free speech. Now we know who's been funding the hate campaigns against Elon, and it is so juicy and exactly who you'd expect. Was Kim Kardashian's sex tape being released completely strategic and consenting by Kim? If you're a Devil Wears Prada fan, I have some tea about Anna Wintour's reaction to that movie when it first came out. And the freak of the week are multiple companies you love and use who are planning to fund abortions for their employees in states that won't allow them post row. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Big news that just came out is that Elon Musk is expected to serve as temporary Twitter CEO after his deal closes. Per usual, the brains of every activist organization are short-circuiting and they're freaking out. So they're working overtime by contacting huge brands that spend a lot of advertisement money on Twitter. And they're basically trying to scare them into boycotting Twitter by saying that if they keep buying ads with the company, it will eventually ruin their reputations, tarnish their brands, and associate them with misinformation. Ooh. Or like, maybe with Elon as CEO, these brands will thrive? Has anyone considered that? Don't do it. According to the Daily Mail, 26 NGOs and advocacy groups signed a letter expressing concern about the world's richest man's plan. The letter said, Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter will further toxify our information ecosystem and be a direct threat to public safety, especially among those already most vulnerable and marginalized. They warned that by advertising on Twitter, their companies would be associating with a platform amplifying hate, extremism, health misinformation, and conspiracy theorists. Your ad dollars, they said, can either fund Musk's vanity project or hold him accountable. We call on you to demand Musk uphold these basic standards of community trust and safety and to pull your advertising spending from Twitter if they are not. And the Oscar goes to... So Elon threw a question out into the open. Who is funding these groups who are working overtime to intimidate brands in an effort to hurt him? I wonder who it could be. Well, of course, it's none other than George Soros and former Clinton and Obama staffers. But uh, who are these two? Don't you recognize them, Sheriff? Why, it's Zeb and Zeke. You see, these leftist activist groups aren't worried about so-called misinformation. That's a gaslighting technique. They're actually worried about the correct information getting out to people. They're worried that they won't be able to control information and news and what American voters can see and say. You're absolutely right. 
There aren't many people that I despise as much as Ray J. I mean, he is like a leech, in my opinion. Always holding on to the Kardashians to stay relevant. But he revealed something in a new interview that caught my attention. In a bombshell interview with the Daily Mail, Ray J said he never leaked their sex tape, and in fact, there wasn't a leak at all. He alleges that there was always a deal and a partnership between Kris Jenner, Kim, and him, and that they've all three been partners since the beginning. And after this new storyline on the Kardashians Hulu show about Kim being scared that he's going to leak more footage, apparently that ticked him off and he's had enough because he said, I've sat in the shadows for over 14 years, allowing the Kardashians to use my name, to abuse my name, and make billions of dollars over a decade and a half talking about a topic I've never really spoken about. Once I pitched the idea to Kim, that's when she jumped on the idea, talked to her mom, and it was out of my hands from there. Do you trust what he's saying and think that the entire sex tape thing was a strategic plan to become famous all along? Ta-da! what I realized, this isn't that far-fetched because right around this time, Paris Hilton's sex tape came out and Kim and Chris had a front row seat to how that was a catalyst to a higher level of fame for her since Kim was Paris's assistant. Stop judging me. I thought this next story was cute and fun. When an old assistant of Anna Wintour's wrote The Devil Wears Prada about her, Anna told her staff she had absolutely no idea who that assistant even was. Anna had zero recollection of her and therefore wasn't taking the book really seriously even when it spent several months on the New York Times bestseller list. By all means, move at a glacial pace. You know how that thrills me. But in 2006, when the rights to the book were bought to make a film adaptation, Anna started to pay attention. Why is no one ready? She ended up going to a private screening of the movie before it came out to the public, and she was decked out in full Prada. All of this is according to a new biography about Anna Wintour by Amy O'Dell. Anna's daughter told her that the movie really got her character correct, but Anna's reaction to seeing herself portrayed on film, she said, I'm so bored by me. There's some reason that my coffee isn't here. Has she died or something? We missed you, Benjamina. Won't you sing for us? I said certified freak. If Roe v. Wade is overturned and your state decides to make abortion illegal, these mega corporations want to help you kill your baby anyways, which is why they are our Freak of the Week. <laughs> Amazon, Citigroup, Levi Strauss, Salesforce, Bumble, Yelp, Uber, and Lyft are all willing to pay travel funds so their employees can get abortions in other states that will allow them in a post-Roe America, according to CNN. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. Yeah, this sounds like a work trip from hell. The expense report would literally read, work coffee, work lunch, murder, so evil. <laughs> <laughs> If you're into having babies and not aborting them, then you'll like this week's episode of The Spillover just in time for Mother's Day. I interview Karen Welton, creator of the Pain-Free Birth Instagram, to find out how in the world it is possible for women to not only have a pain-free birth, but enjoy labor. Her stories of being a doula, the techniques and tricks to having a less painful labor, and why you should consider a home birth instead of one in a hospital are really mind-blowing. And I really want you to listen so that you can tell me if you think what Karen says is new age mumbo jumbo, 
or super valuable information, especially if you're a mom servative or about to be one. I have a family announcement for you, so don't go anywhere. First, heart this episode or give a thumbs up, depending on where you're watching. Let me know if you think I nailed the reason for the plot against Elon and what the obsession is with those hydro flask water bottles. DM this episode also to one of your conservative friends, see if they knew who was funding the hate campaign against Elon, and then hit the save button. So, the conservative family announcement is that I am flying home to Indiana for a friend's wedding and Mother's Day this weekend, and Nick, my boyfriend, is coming with me. He's going to meet my parents for the first time. We've been dating for a year, so I would love to know how long you waited to introduce your significant other to your family. The only thing is, though, since I have to leave today, there won't be an episode on Monday. Politics will be back Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Politics experience to follow us on Instagram at Politics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.